Hey everyone, welcome back to 5-Minute Fan. I'm Ash Kavanaugh. Everyone is back in college football. Well, almost everyone. We tuned into some Wednesday night action that we've all been waiting for, and the Pac-12 started their season this weekend with a noon kickoff for Arizona State and Southern Cal. Some notable COVID cancellations this week were Wisconsin versus Purdue, Air Force versus Army, Cal versus Washington, and Utah versus Arizona. Starting off with too close for comfort, number 11 Miami got nervous on Friday night when they nearly lost to NC State 44-41 in a barn burner under the lights in Raleigh. The Wolfpack was winning most of the game, leading 38-31 at the start of the fourth. Miami had a comeback fourth quarter, scoring 14 points, and NC State quarterback Bailey Hockman threw an interception on a crucial drive giving Miami the ball back with 2 minutes and 36 seconds left in the game to win. Moving on to upsets, number 8 Florida beat number 5 Georgia 44 to 28 to secure their position in the SEC Championship. Georgia scored the first two touchdowns of the game very quickly, but Florida tied it up before the end of the first. Georgia put in another early touchdown in the second quarter, but the Gators scored 17 unanswered points and dominated the rest of the game from there. As usual, Florida quarterback Kyle Trask showed that he may be the real deal. Trask threw for 474 passing yards. He is the first quarterback in SEC history to throw four or more touchdowns in five consecutive games. Kyle Pitts, my second favorite Kyle on the Gators, caught his eighth touchdown of the season before a scary hit that led to a targeting call took him out for the rest of the game. This week's Just a Really Good Game Award goes to Clemson versus Notre Dame in a game that was just as exciting as I thought it was going to be, besides an overtime when they stopped to review every single play. Notre Dame beat Clemson 47-40 in the second overtime. Notre Dame led in the first half, but Clemson came back to tie up in the second. With quarterback Trevor Lawrence sitting out waiting on medical clearance after his COVID, freshman DJ, I'm sorry if I say this wrong, Uai Galele, stepped up for the second week in a row and threw for 439 yards. He held his own, but the Tigers could not get it done in the end. Notre Dame handed them their first conference loss in 39 games. So I think there's two notable points about this game. As much as I love knocking Clemson, well, mostly their fans, down a peg, it is important to note why they had to play Notre Dame in the first place and why this would not usually be considered a conference loss. So Notre Dame usually competes as a football independent where they get to choose their own schedule outside of any conference. The rest of their sports play in the ACC and their ice hockey team competes in the Big Ten. This is because they have their own TV deal with NBC. When conferences moved towards conference-only play because of coronavirus, Notre Dame was about to get screwed because all of their good opponents were going to cancel. So the ACC allowed Notre Dame to compete in the conference if they split their TV revenue. The second point that I think needs addressing is that the Notre Dame fans stormed the field, which is absolutely ridiculous. They had 16,000 people in their stadium, and they didn't even get the players off the field before the fans were on it. If I were Clemson, I would be livid. That was a massive exposure risk for everyone and jeopardized all of the safety measures that have been in place all season. It was just really poorly handled. Despite everything, this truly was just a really good game and definitely will make for an interesting rematch later in the season in the ACC championship. Moving on to Steamworld, Ohio State beat Rutgers 49-27. to Ohio State coach Ryan Day did not hold back against former co-worker and Rutgers coach Greg Schiano. Schiano also pulled out all of his tricks. While it is surprising Rutgers put four touchdowns on the board, do not think that this meant they stood a chance at all throughout this game. Ohio State was dominant the entire time, leading 35-3 at the half. Justin Fields was as perfect as always, completing 24-28 of 28 for 314 yards and five touchdowns. 
Ohio State's defense looked a little sloppy, and Rutgers capitalized on Ohio State penalties. The Buckeyes have no worries on offense, but should clean up their defense before taking on the Terps next weekend. This game doesn't really fall in one of my categories, but the Oregon Ducks defeated Stanford 35-14 to on Saturday. It looked pretty ugly in the first half with two crucial turnovers, but got better throughout. Oregon's QB has a great arm and can definitely get the ball downfield. I'm super interested to see how they hold up in the Pac-12 or if the conference started too late to even have a national contender this year. Something new I'm going to be adding is a stat of the week. So this week's stat that I love is that this is the first time Northwestern football has had a 3-0 start since 2000. They played very well on Saturday in their game against Nebraska, and it makes me feel a little bit better that they're doing so well after destroying the Terps in the first week. In non-college football-related news, special shout-out to UNC Field Hockey for winning their fourth straight ACC title. Also, for you golf lovers, the Masters will be held this Thursday, November 12th through Sunday, November 15th. That's all I have for you this week. As usual, please like, rate, subscribe, and follow on social media at 5MinuteFan underscore pod. I'll talk to you next week.